We're just happy to see human beings like after a long hiatus. Hi! And is it his camera? Hi! Okay, we uh, are talking about intimacy during pandemics. Oh, well, and we are at the fuck story. <laughs> this is our fourth episode. Fourth, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. Intimacy during the pandemic. So I can share a little bit about what I have um, observed so far in Hong Kong during the pandemic. So, uh, when, you know, the whole thing started in Hong Kong, I guess, in January, right? So it's been, what, six mm. months now? January yeah. 23rd is when they first no, announced it's like it. Eight first case, ago. right? Eight months. Uh. You got it, like now it is like August. Se- right? oh, seven, oh, months. Oh, seven, seven months. Okay. So at first, because um, I own four sex shops in Hong Kong and also an online store as well. So for the first like for the first two months, people were not buying anything at all. Mm. Why? Um, you know, very slow sale. Maybe they would buy online, but definitely not going outside. And then when the se- second wave came, still they will not s- go out. But then you know, after the virus calmed down a bit, I see a lot of people are actually buying sex toys to have fun at home. And surprisingly, now the third wave is here. I. St- we still get better sales than uh, better than the first two months of the pandemic. You mean shop sales or online sales? Both, both, both. Uh, well, shops maybe the same be uh, the like better than the first two months, but online definitely has uh, increased a bit. Um, and the funny thing is, I found that a lot of people are spending money on sex toys or massage oil or all fun like you know more like oral sex, lubricant, you know, things like, like fun things like that um, for the first time. Like they didn't, they, they are not like frequent users of uh, sex toys or intimate objects before they were, they were like, I don't really like play with that. But then because of the pandemics, it's kind of like opening them, opening their sexuality. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> to some to a new territory that kind of I thing. think you would have to explain some of the products that you have mentioned because I, oh. I, I think a lot of people are not really familiar with those stuff like at all well um, one of the uh, uh, best selling items right now in our uh, stores is uh, massage candle so usually we only sell massage things like it sells better during winter time because it's cold. Is you know people will want to massage and stay you know stay in bed, and in summertime, from what I have experienced for the past ten years, no one would buy anything massage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no massage stove, no massage candle, no massage oil. But but for the past two months, people have been buying a whole lot of massage things. So for the first timer, like they they don't want to buy a sex toy or like a dildo or a vibrator but then they want to buy something that is you know playing with their partner and fun and cute and and they would choose like a massage oil or a massage candle a massage candle is something that is a candle it's soil based it's low temperature you melt it uh, light it up you get a candle light and then you melt it and it becomes the oil then you just pour it onto your body and massage your way like, is it still really hot? No, it's not. It's warm. It's warm. It's not too hot. It's warm. So it's not like candle play in BDSM. It's more. It's more like 
melting it into a warm massage candle, yeah, but massage even, oil. Even for BDSM candle play, it is not like supposed. You are not supposed to use high temperature wax. You are supposed to use low temperature. Yeah. What yeah, is yeah. what? How do you? How do you? Is a normal candle not? What what, what is it lot high? A normal temperature, a normal candle would just burn your skin. No, it won't. Well, it depends no, on. You can put your finger into the wax and it's. Oh, yeah, it depends on the candle and also it depends on the uh, base. Like some some candles are made out of soy, which melts. But that's high quality candle. Yeah, but, but if you buy a normal like candle, wax candle, yeah. will be. It's not that hot. It's not. It, it doesn't. It's hot, but it, it's not hot to the point that it burns your skin. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. You can it, use that for. for yeah, 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 yeah. I have used IKEA yeah, candles yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> on yeah, my yeah. body, and it works fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. so it's got to know that IKEA works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. IKEA on my body, so yeah. I won't know. But I think it. I, I just me ideas right now. I just find it interesting because people during the like. A lot of people during the pandemics are actually exploring their sexuality or exploring intimacy more than before. Or, or mo- not more, but more like in a different direction than At before. At least they have more time for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, I have a funny story. I, okay. You know, the pandas in ocean parks the, mm. so they couldn't mate they couldn't have babies for many many years but now during the pandemic they finally have a baby because yeah, they get pregnant because because nobody's watching them they don't have pre- pressure right? yeah 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 <laughs> he's saying they're a lot more relaxed than they were so before not just i guess not just human beings are having more intimacy animals are also having mm. more intimacy because a fun fact is that like um there there are a lot of people who want to protect like um animals that are going to extinct and mm. they put it in like um, cages like cages they put it in zoos they put it in like conservation areas and with all the human involvement it actually gives them so much pressure like it's like really ca- mating in captivity like yeah, the yeah, pressure yeah. is so high that the rate of them surviving and being able to make a baby is really really low yeah and so now like all the human involvement is gone and so they're happy and they're having sex um mm. but yeah so are you having sex Vera? I just had sex last week um, on a Wednesday. It was very random, and were, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> but then, but then it, it's kind of difficult because you are like with your daughter twenty four hours a day, like for, and you can't send her to a park. You can't like you can't do a lot of things. So how how did it happen like randomly? Well, that night, that particular night, we actually. Uh, wait until she fell asleep oh. and then it was very spontaneous oh. but then the next day we took i took her to my parents place so that they can watch her and then we spend the day at home working doing our thing have dinner and the next morning I- we had sex again so i was so happy like finally you know like sometimes for ourselves because seeing her 24 hours a day now like she she doesn't go to the park she doesn't have she doesn't connect with her friends and we're the only entertainment for for her and it's just so exhausting yeah it must be so difficult for you and pickle because i saw him like i mean like for the very short time that we <laughs> i was i were i was together with the two of you he was entertaining her like the whole time yeah and it is only when pickle was entertaining her that mm, we can actually t- talk about yeah. our business plan yeah and yeah so I I, I I i guess it's really difficult so tiring i i cannot imagine wh- how other parents are doing like I don't know. Like, your kid is not, like originally your kid is going to school and now your kid is not going to school. It must be like really, really horrible. Oh, and another thing I want to bring up is um, I see that. I don't know if it's true. More people are going on to 
uh, to go to hotels to have sex. Is it true? <laughs> yes, I think uh, sex occasion. I, I, I mean, I, I don't keep track of of, of the occup occupancy here, but yes, we uh, have a lot of younger couples ah. um, occupying rooms recently, and I think weren't we going to launch something in yeah, partnership yeah, yeah. with Sally Coco that promotes um, sex experimentation and positivity? Yeah, um, there'll be more information on that to come, but I, I do think. Especially now that hotel prices have dropped, yeah, it's really an opportune time when you know I think young people are definitely booking their staycations, mm. and maybe that's also where where um, the sex toy the business sex toy, is booming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just actually having the space now to explore and experiment and time yeah. as well. Yeah, and I also find that like in the store, from what my colleagues were telling me. A lot of the younger couples are buying uh, lubricants in a smaller bottle or, or in a sachet form so that they can use it one time and then throw it away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they and then they would tell us that oh we're actually going to the hotel afterwards and and they were so happy they can stay in the hotel because like, mm. from before the price is like so high yeah they could otherwise only afford, and there were like, like really shitty rooms. hotels if you know yeah, yeah like hourly love hotels and then now they can actually use the same amount of money and mm. spend one night. Do you guys think that this will start a sexual revolution like there's I, like I personally think so mm. I, I think that well in terms of sex toys I feel like a lot of people are experimenting during the pandemics that maybe in the future it will all they it will be a new kind of um norm. They, they have a new kind of norm for them like it's yeah. not just something you do during a pandemic mm. it's actually something that can reoccur occasionally mm. or regularly during your mm. sex life or whatnot. I mm. I feel that it's gonna be or sex occasion is also kind will be a norm too. Mm. Like maybe we don't have to fly all the way to Taiwan or to Japan just to mm. spend the time for the two of us. Yeah, we, I mean seriously, when we were young, like the sole reason that we want to go to travel is because, we because have you, have yes, sex. really. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a big part of it wow, was to have sex no and idea. to have like a lot of sex because in Hong. Kong, you don't want to spend the money to rent a hotel for yeah. like a whole day. Um, but then when you are in a love hotel, like I mean, there there are people who could not perform under pressure, like oh. of like having a three hour room, right? Yeah. And so it's yeah. just like so foreign to me because I guess I grew up in Canada and um, we're so we talking space. about geography now. <laughs> we're talking about geography. This is something it's that like spatial uh, politics. Uh, <laughs> that you know, even if I lived with my parents, I'd have the basement. Uh, or you know, I have my own room, and so it's it was never, yeah. I mean, we'd have to be quiet and that, quiet, and that was like part of the excitement. But like, it was never that I'd have to travel and have sex. So it's always been, and even if you're masturbating, you definitely have your own computer, or you know, you can find, you know, it's sort of illegal porn on the TVs, and so mm. I think my sexual, I don't know, development started at a much younger age, and mm. yeah. I think Hong Kong young couples, just so yeah. I mean, ah, even for no me, who are who who are not really young, it, it's kind of difficult. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I have heard of a, one of my friends. He actually told me he can only have sex with his girlfriend whenever they travel. Because in Hong mm. Kong, they don't have the space, they don't have the time, they don't want to go to a hotel, so. They have sex what once, uh, ha like every six months. Wow, <laughs> what? That's, crazy. that's dedication. That's yeah. dedication. Yeah, and they are so, whenever they go 
travel, they would be like, oh, I'm so excited. Finally, we're gonna have a space for ourselves and yeah. time for us. Yeah, and so because sad. also the other thing is about but like, don't the parents ever go out? Don't they like you know? Yeah, sometimes you sneak your girlfriend in when your parents are out. Like that's I mean it does take a little bit more planning, but yeah. But I guess the sneaking in and out is also like very stressful. Yeah, very stressful. But so why? What do you think that they have more sex in a place like Japan or in Taiwan? They probably still live with their parents, right? Yeah. But is it more just a part of already part of their culture? I don't think a lot of Japanese people are having sex, to be honest. Oh, so it's probably once every six months there too. <laughs> I, I, I don't okay. know, but yeah. I don't know. I don't have the statistics. Uh, yeah, but from what I have observed, I don't think. Uh, but space is definitely a problem. Yes, space yeah. is a problem. I mean, I have a room of my own, but then my parents like they work from home. My father uh, used to like he he used to own like a construction company, so he always worked at home. Mm. So. For like or for a lot of people, like because like the space in Hong Kong is so compact, mm. it has all be, always been viewed as like a public space. It's mm. not like a private space. You don't really have a p- private space of your own. So even if you are sneaking your partner into your home, I, I don't think I don't think they they feel relaxed enough. I, I I don't know. I mean I I never because I live so far away. Um, but yes, like sex sexcation, I think is definitely a thing. And also yeah. the other thing, probably why people are more eager to go out for sexcation. Um, on top of like uh, hotel price dropping, is that they have been, um, they have been separated for too long. Yes, I mean because yes. because you can't go to watch a film, you can't go to mm-hmm. have dinner, you you go to the mountains to hike, and there's like shitloads of people, <laughs> and so it's just like no mm. privacy, no intimacy, yeah. no nothing. Yeah, yeah. So getting a space for themselves is very important. Yeah. I I went on two ses- I went on one sessions. Uh, since the pandemic. Oh, where? Where? To? Um, I went to the Murray. Is it called mm, the Murray? Nice. Yes. Nice. Oh, but the, the the food is not that good. I heard where? that too. Where? Yeah, the food uh, in uh in Gamzhong. Oh. MOT, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, so the room is very nice. It's very spacious. Oh. They even have a nice bathtub. But oh. the food is just like, if you are having all this nice facility, yeah. like why the food is not compare <laughs> like oh, it doesn't match it doesn't right? match at all yeah, yeah, yeah. oh well, that, that's disappointing yeah that's I mean, a, that I only came to Eaton so I won't know but Eaton uh, is uh, thank you for your support <laughs> but Eaton has and our good food, food is good yeah, yeah, yeah. food is fantastic I think so if I if I have to choose I will choose coming to Eaton have a room and then eating really well and then I know eating the food well. we're eating well you know everyone at the reception I mean you, you can also get takeaway from here we do takeaway now <laughs> and <laughs> they're also really good clay pot right? clay pot clay pot rice um, and then you can go to the Murray yeah I, I also you know I accept you know if you just get food supporting here. the business in yeah. general right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but it was it was okay the room it was very nice but okay. it's just the food it's how was the intimacy like we were to go back to the intimacy oh. <laughs> That's why we're here. We're gonna have talking about food all night. I mean, which we can if that, we want to talk about aphrodisiac. That day was actually okay. It was not too amazing. We were testing all the new products, and then so it was work. It, it was, was work. <laughs> it was a business meeting. Business meeting. So funny. It was. It was work slash sexcation. Uh, it um, was work. Yeah, all into one kind of. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't amazing. Actually, the last. Wednesday was also was amazing because it was so spontaneous and we oh. we haven't done anything so spontaneous you know we always have to plan it we always have to put away my daughter then we have the space and time but spontaneous it's just so cool you know like it gives you the spark 
I mean, I, I want to ask you one thing. I mean, it's just like completely off topic, but like, how do you two perform under pressure as like a testing product thingy? Oh well, I don't think of it as testing the product. It's just we use it, and I'll drop some notes in my head. Really? <laughs> oh, that's wow. so terrible! Wow, you are you're like, supposed like, to be <laughs> present when you're wow. having sex. Yeah, wow, you are in action. Seriously, she's like, hold on, hold on. No, in my head, like I will <laughs> say, oh. <laughs> but then I, when we are doing it together, using the products together, I actually just. You know, be there and okay. and just use it um, as how a couple would, and then and then at the end we will talk about what we like about it, what we don't like about it, and and then you know give it some comments like a review kind of, mm. yeah. So it's not that it's not that crazy. Yeah, it's so just that's just mine that you know. People <laughs> I know you. Oh, I'm funny. Funny. like, but I but I learned that if I if we if our brain. Um, Uh, tips towards the working mode. More, working mode, it will just kill the whole thing. Mm, so, I mean, definitely. I mean, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh. it's very. Um, I, we don't. We 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 now we know we shouldn't do that after ten years. After ten years. <laughs> oh. So um so probably I I I should talk about it. Mm. Yeah, of course. Tell us because, about your sex because, life. Because for like I mean you know there is like the quarantine. And so we wouldn't we uh, and and my father had been sick for like uh like over the past year, and so I haven't like I need to spend a lot of time with my family, and I was also very busy at work, so I didn't spend that much time with my boyfriend, mm. and he was also living with his friends. So I mean we can't we can't have the kind of very loud sex, noisy sex that I like. I mean I'm very noisy. Although when, really quiet, forced quiet sex is also yeah, pretty I exciting. Yeah, I mean that was like very exciting. Like, but then shh. yeah yeah, but then I also like <laughs> like really noisy sex like yeah. and then all the spec. Thinking like all the noise that we are going to make, like whether it's me or like the action that we are doing, and and because like that, because my um my boyfriend is also quite like he doesn't want to disturb other people, and so that that having that stress in mind also like um Aww. affect him like negatively. So it was not the most um no no it was not the most nurturing environment. Mm. Um, but then we started because the price was dropping, and then we went to hotels, and so it really helped. Um. But then, like, what I discovered, like, really interestingly, is that, like, as we are spending more and more time together, like, uh, not only in his apartment with his friends, but also um, having a space on our own, like, going to sexcation more often, I really realized that we don't have sex as often um, as I imagine we would, oh. um, because, like, initially, we both think that we really, really have to have sex, or that, like, he would think that I want a lot of sex, and then he have that pressure affecting his performance. Um, but then later on, as we spend more and more, more time together, I really go back to when we like go back to the time when we were living together. And we just, I just realized that we are like really, really good partner for like spending time with each other, mm. and and that actually. Was something that I tried to make up for with sex uh, when we were only having very limited time to spend with each other. And so now that um, he moved into my home, um, but of course I was also living with my, I'm also living with my family, living with my mother, living with my sister. Um, we have private space because I have my own room. My home is very spacious. But then, of course, like it was not like the best environment to have sex because like there was all like the people around. He's getting used to my family members. Um, but it's also that I realized that 
we just kind of like rediscover the kind of intimacy that we really enjoyed in the past that is mm. like to spend time with each other um, like lying on the couch like talking like I mean chatting over dinner and everything and it was like for me I I kind of of course it was an environment where I couldn't have sex with him at the way we wanted or as often as we want I, I don't think we have sex I mean he just helped me masturbate like in some way like um, during the time we have lived together like so far um, but it's just really like I don't know, like, I, I kind of, like, feel like the kind of intimacy that I was looking for and that I was trying to express through sex was actually, I just really want to be physically close to that person. And I think, like, having now, um, because of quarantine, because that we all have, like, a, a hiatus from our job, it really gives us the time to really rediscover that, oh, we actually just want to, like, lie in the couch like this, like, all, all day long. And, it and was that's like, enough? Yeah, that's enough. I mean, mm. to a large part, it was enough. Yeah, I don't think intimacy has have to be really like intercourse. Like, yeah, like, it doesn't like, have not to be. Like, I mean, not not mm. always. I actually find that the more time I spend home alone with Pickle, without my daughter, I feel like our intimacy mm. is definitely kind of like you know growing, mm. growing instead of um, just like living and work like codependent. But then, what do you feel like you get out of having sex? I guess the bonding. Um, of course, an orgasm. <laughs> but what is, what is the orgasm? Like, yeah, I mean, because we can say, oh, you know, I really enjoy the intimacy. Yeah, what does the orgasm lie? What, what does it mean? Or what does it actually, actually give to have sex? I think for me, it's um, one is me um, connecting with someone. It doesn't have to be him, like, but, <laughs> but like connecting with a human being in, uh, on that level. Mm. And what is that level? That level is like, you know, showing it all and and being vulnerable mm. and and then no hiding, mm. no mask mm. whatsoever. Or, yeah. yeah, or you can role play, but like no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so show, maybe showing more like showing the other side that you don't show others, mm. you know. And then another thing is. Also, I feel like a little bit about validating that we both still love each other, mm. kind of. An act of love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So for me, it's like that. What about you? Um, for me, I definitely, of course, I would love to have sex, but because like my father passed away, so I wasn't exactly in the mood of having sex like that much. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I if I were with him, um, in a time and space where my father is like alive and well, I would have like I want I would have so much sex with him. Um, but then now I do feel like for me, um, instead of like having an orgasm, which for me now I understand that it's actually something that would make me feel appreciated and um, safe mm -hmm. um, that I can be vulnerable in front of the person and that person will take care of me and I get that now from other like actions that he do for example that he would like uh, he would do this when we're watching television or he would like um, tuck my like sleeve whenever I'm working and so I, I get all that and I feel very comfortable I feel I feel the attention I feel safe I feel that we have like <clears throat> space on our own as well as um as well as this form of like new togetherness. Mm -hmm. I mean I'm never against the con the idea of my partner becoming my family member because like family matters a lot to me. So like family or starting a home is something that I want to do with mm -hmm. my partner or for my partner. Mm -hmm. And so for me, being able or him being accepted and that um he brings joy to my family. 
um, and that mm. he could live well with my other family members is actually um, something that I really appreciate, and it makes me feel very warm and safe. Mm. Um, and of course, he supported me um, immensely. I mean, his own way during like the whole like uh, during the whole cause of my father being ill and later passing away, mm. and so all that I feel like I he is there like for me all the whole time when I'm vulnerable, uh, that I'm still vulnerable, but he is like. Yeah, that support for me um, affirms um, that I'm lo- not alone and I'm protected and all that. I think um, I won't say it's a good replacement for sex because like the whole thing is very unfortunate. But I mean, the kind of safety and security that he gave me, that he shows me um, mm. really in some way is the kind of intimacy that at least I, I need right mm. now. And um, in the past, probably when I feel very insecure, I would want to... Um, validate our relationships through sex but now i know that there are other ways we can chat Mm. we can embrace and i mean i think it's also about like less target oriented because when you go for a sextic sexcation Mm. or when it is like once every one month or once every two months you really just want to fuck right Mm. (laughs) and or really think that you need to fuck but now it's just really that you you know that i mean he he also talked about it that we are in a very long-run relationship that this conversation or this action or this experimentation mm. can really happen later when you are yeah, in the mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just really no point forcing yourself to have mm. it or there's no pressure on yourself to do it um, when you are not ready. And I mm. and I just really appreciate this. Like mm. realizing this we are in this together for like not 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 for a week, not for a month, but for mm. a very long time. That's really nice. It's really comforting. Yeah, it's very, very comforting. Mm. Like, what about Chantal? Yeah. This is such a... You, you were saying you were on a sex uh, yeah, bath. I, I feel like on one hand, I have nothing to say. On the other, I'm like exploding with things to say. Come on, explode. Um, I am on a sex fast because uh, it really, I don't know, from previous episodes and from these girls who know me, I, I think I get very emotional. So I'm, a, I'm quite an emotional creature. <laughs> um, and so I haven't had... I, I, I'm on a sex fast and I'm committed to not having sex for three months um i think on the 28th of i think i started it on the 28th of june but probably a week before that i already didn't have sex so it's, it hasn't been that long but i like let's say a month and a half um but i think it's the idea of not letting myself have it because i know that it just really fucks with my head um oh. and when i for some reason when i throw sex into the mix of somebody I like, or even if I don't necessarily like them, suddenly if the sex is great, I go down this wormhole and I can't seem to climb back out. And I confuse desire and lust and comfort with love. And then not only do I confuse it with love, it, I, I, I seek permanence. I seek safety and they're committing to permanence. So it's just like, within like three weeks of knowing somebody if i have great sex i can very easily hope that i will marry them yes i i, I know i know we know, we know, uh, we know yes we know. and i i think i'm not the only person who has this uh predicament but um i think it really makes me feel very unstable yeah and it starts to because i confuse it with love and i hardly know the person and there's no space for even it to breathe to turn into love. Anyway, so I'm on this um, fast, but what I'm 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 realizing, and I'm still uh, sort of seeing somebody, um, and this person is very patiently just being like, okay, we don't have sex, blah blah. blah. 
um, is what I'm trying to, I think this is, goes back to the question I was asking you guys before, what does sex actually mean? Mm. Because now that I don't have it and I'm like, oh, I can have the intimacy, you know, and I, and we cuddle and we kiss and like, he puts me to bed and like, oh. blah, blah, blah. And he like, so it's, everything is there, but there's part of me that's really yearning for, I'm craving for, for sex. But I also realize that um, on one hand it's physical, but it's not just the physical. I think for me, it's when in sex, like you were saying, you are completely unmasked. Mm. It's that complete letting go of oneself into a moment where it's like, it's like these hormones are just firing. Mm -hmm. It's like a drug and like, you're just like soaking up these like hormones and um, endorphins. And at the same time, you cannot be any closer to a person. And no matter how like cuddly and that's comfort, it's like, there's a part of us that I think really desires that letting go because we're such rational people and there's something that's bigger than us mm. that's almost like existential and like trends, I don't know, yep. um, that we just completely let go into another, it's like taking a drug, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I miss having that connection, but I also know that that's the very connection that makes me wanna consume the other person and makes me want to keep them there forever. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I have every day I have this conversation with this person <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, you know. Um, anyway, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, the other thing is that because I've this person that I'm seeing is very open and poly, uh -huh. um, it's given me the space also to want to explore their things. So I have been to these like munches, which is like these kink meetups. So I've been to one How of those. Was it? It was great. It was a lot of fun. I really wanted to go. And uh, yeah, I think I would love to go again, but I haven't been able because they uh, shut it. I uh, mean, they ended it because of lockdown. Can we go together next time? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, um, I, I'm really keen on it. I actually reached out to somebody from that day and we were meant to have coffee to meet up. And then because I said I really want to experiment with this, with this person. But because again of lockdown, we canceled. So there was an effect on my life. Um, but I do think that these are opening up, you know, space for intimacy and exploration that I didn't have before. Okay, that's it. You were also talking about that you are, have been ma masturbating so much. I am masturbating so much because I have not been having sex. <laughs> I'm also, uh, I feel a sense of loneliness. Like, because oh. I'm not in a relationship where I feel like, like you guys, you can lean on somebody else. Like this person that I see, he's... Like, I can, but he's just not that person, yeah. you know? And I, I respect it and I honor the space that he wants, you know? But um, I think the masturbating is not just sexual, but it is like a surrogate for loneliness. And I really can see people just like, you know, you but turn to that out of boredom, out of like, I don't know. You but just do you want find that, that help? Like, does masturbation really help with... At the moment, it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like taking a painkiller, you know? It, 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 it oh. helps. But is it like... It's definitely not the real thing. If, I, if what I do is crave connection, so there's craving connection and then there's euphoria. Yeah. Yeah. It probably gives me a sense of euphoria, but not the connection. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I think that these two if, together is what makes the magic of sex, but then it also is, some people get feel a bit depressed after sex because mm. you lose it because it's you you feel that, um, like it's a super high and then it's like lo the low. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. euphoria won't last. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that's also, you have the euphoria without the connection and then I, yeah. I so heard I, the other day I also got a 
<coughs> got a direct message from some some former girl. She was saying whenever she had sex with her boyfriend afterwards, she would cry for mm. an hour. Why? So depressed. Yeah. Like Why? she was like, the sex was great, but she just got so depressed. Because it's over. Like, yeah, because it's over. That moment of profound connection that you can't get otherwise. Or that type of connection is, it's got, it's like some people get separation anxiety. I get separation anxiety. Oh, maybe like, she does too. It's like a separate, like it's a form of that, I think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she don't know when will it happen again. Or maybe she just feels like, I don't know. Like I, I have to talk to her, but I don't know. Yeah. I generally feel happy after sex. Me uh, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but probably because I feel very safe that he is going to be there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, but I, even I, if you feel safe, like I used to have that, I used to have a boyfriend who loves me very much. It's, it's. It's like that deep connection. I mean, again, it depends on the person. A, it's hormonal, maybe you know, it unleashes like so many, so much serotonin, and after that, it's emptied. Yeah. But also at the same time, I think it's not the same connection that you had before. So, yeah, I can, yeah. I, I do understand. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Oh, and also, uh, sorry, off topic a well, little bit. Okay. I also, I also heard that. During the pandemic, it's actually very hard to find sex partners. So I have been, pe I have people writing to me saying they are so frustrated. Like usually, when you know their sex life depends on having different sex kinds fun. of sex partners, yeah. but now they're afraid to go out and you know go on Tinder and find yeah, a date. Yeah, you're not sure if they're like infected. <laughs> yeah, or they're living in like infected areas. Yeah, so even though they they're fine having sex in the hotel, but. They just don't want to meet strangers because you don't know where they have meet been. Someone you already <laughs> knew. Sick or, or not, <laughs> and and it just takes a toll on their sex life. I mean, I, I totally have that. I mean, yeah, it was it was because of the social movement. Yeah, and then people didn't want to go out, and so there were a lot like so my sex my sex partners were basically gone for a different reason because of work, because of social movement, because of pandemic, because of everything. Um, but then the other like very cute thing that I realized going back to toys yeah. was that because we spent such prolonged time together, um, people like we we no longer like treat like uh, sex as a target oriented sport and 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 my boyfriend of course he has always been very supportive and accommodating, but then he is way more willing to um, help use toys to help me play. Oh, and so he was like uh, he was I mean he has always been like of course he has always been accepting yeah. um, towards using toys on me but then he was like if he can be a part of it he definitely want to be a part Aww. of it right um but then now because we have spending like a lot of time together and because of course in the space of our home it was not exactly um friendly mm. for us to have like loud sex that both of us are actively participating um or that the presence of my family member like mm. um in their premise affect his performance and so he's way more open to help me use toys and it it was really fun oh yeah and so because i also realized because the other day we were having a conversation <laughs> about like toys like not being very convenient for you to use on your own yeah, yeah, yeah. and that having your partner and that his like private part could be um uh, resting um it, it turns out to be a really nice things that happened so it's, it's also a way to explore together without really just using the penis yeah as the, as the center of everything yeah yeah yeah. he could like watch me having fun and he could play an active part in it without <laughs> having involving um yeah, and yeah, to yeah. perform under pressure 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's very, good. Like, for me, it's very, very I sweet. wish more people can realize that because they would think that, oh, I'm so... I, I cannot perform. I I cannot get an erection. And then I mean, you can't just... have an erection like three times a day, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then they feel bad of using a toy because now the toy is like a replacement yeah, of but, them. But not really. But it's yeah, like an really. extension of your body and a way mm. of you to contribute like, uh, or to be But you involved. can also, I mean, you can use toys, but you can also just use your hands, right? It's yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's well. basically, it's a desire to... Just use a... Like, they, desire to touch or, or to want to support the oily. Yeah. Not support. Yeah. That's yeah, like, to support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To support your pleasure. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, why yeah, I don't yeah. get, like, they, they always think that the penis is the only thing. Like, no. Like, yeah, there's really. other body parts you can use, not just... The mm. penis. Yeah, I mean, now, now that you are like spending extended time together, you know that it can't work forever. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So there are other ways of like I don't know bubble bath, like I don't know playing yeah. with food or whatever. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this this pandemic is a good uh, way, a good opportunity for people to explore sex besides, you know. The penis. Like, yeah, or no that, like penis. there are remote control toys, right? <laughs> Even for people who can't afford the space, there are remote control toys. Yeah, yeah. There are sexting. There are a lot of like, oh, very ways. interesting ways. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you agree? <laughs> no uh, more. No more penis. Yes, I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've been, we've, we've been playing in different ways. I mean, because I don't have sex, so there's, oh, good, all oh, right, touching, and then there's supporting with masturbating. I mean, there's, there is. It's, it's. It, I just, I don't have sex. Um, As like in, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I can't do other things. Orgasm. Yeah, I think it's the the real penetration that's like oh. the really intense part for me. So we're, we're, oh. we're experimenting to see if, if, if it works. I don't know. I'm looking at food like out of the window. Like, oh, oh. are you hungry? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think we, we are almost done like already half an hour. Yeah. So if you guys have any thoughts or anything that you want to say to us. <laughs> or, yeah, like any, any, any final thoughts on, on, on intimacy during the pandemic? Um, interesting. Interesting. Or suggestions or advice. I always just say go for it. Like mm -hmm. whatever you want to do, maybe the pandemic is a good time to try. Mm -hmm. Of course, doing doing it with consent and everything. <laughs> yes, and do it with consent. <laughs> whatever you do with consent. Yeah, and safe to, safely, healthily, yeah. positively. But but I guess it's a good it's a good time to open up and just go ahead, go yeah, wild. It's just a really good time to spend time with yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. and. Yeah, even if, like, of course, because of spatial restriction, you can't be with your partner. It's just really good time. For example, you can't see each other and you can just talk about your desires. Probably yeah, yeah. a lot of times in the past, you would just want to physically spend time with your partner. You will talk about where to watch a movie, what to eat for dinner, but you can't really talk about, like, deep shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't talk about, like, your sexual fantasy or whatnot. And it's just sometimes it's, it's a fight. It's like talking about yeah. it alone. It's really, really yeah. fun. Or... Maybe just find a way to write down what you want to play. Maybe and then he or she can write down what they want to try and or then do see research, if, right? Yeah, or see if anything matches. Yeah. Then you can say, oh, plan a date to try it out. You know, I think yeah. that's will be that will be fun. Yeah, mm. do research. You're like home office, like perfect time to do research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts from Chantel? Um, 
Yeah, sex for us. We should tell us. Next time you should tell us how did it, how it, how it all go. Well, yeah. Three yeah, months. Yeah, I feel like if there's something that you feel is put makes you powerless. Yeah. It is also a time to look into that, whether that's about your sexuality, or your desires,、mm. um, or anything. You know, like if you feel that you need to speak to somebody about it, now is a really good time when you have distance from work and everything to really get introspective. And actually, that's what our next women's festival is about. Yeah, <laughs> the inward turn. Chantal is so good at plugging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, because of the pandemic, the Women Festival has been postponed. For those who re- are really supportive of the Women、mm. Festival,、um, like I mean, in the past two years, we have been holding our Women Festival in late August. But this year, because of the pandemic and a lot of uncertainties, we have postponed it to、uh, late October during the、uh, weekend of the Double Nine Festival.、Um, yeah. That is Chongyangjie, and so we can have three days in a row. And we could have a lot of、um, fun. fun, as well as、um, reflection, reflection, and healing. This year, yeah, this year's festival is about like turning inward,、um, to take care of yourself, to look at the traumas, to inspect、uh, your emotions, and to heal. And so this year's theme is called the inward turn, and、uh, we are definitely very excited about it because、mm. I think、uh, after. I don't know, almost like a year、mm-hmm. of、um, instability、yeah. and and different sorts of like trauma. I think it's definitely、um, a time for us to just sit down, introspect, and heal. We have a question from one of the viewer. Oh, oh first time ever. Okay, so Catherine is asking, my hu- my husband worked from home since. Uh, the mid of January and staying home nearly twenty four seven a day every day, and、uh, it causes a lot of arguments between them. And she wants to know how she can solve the minor problems、um, than having better sex. <laughs> um, it for me it really depends、mm-hmm. on what you are arguing about.、Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean I mean I'm not like targeting your case. Um, in specific, uh, but. But a lot of people, like I mean, statistically, a lot more people are applying for divorce than ever before. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, beca- yeah. After the pand- pandemic, and that's a fact. And one way of understanding this statistic is because people have been spending a lot of time together、um, against their will, basically. Because in the past, probably there are like I mean, it's very difficult to talk to your intimate partner who you have spent spent many years together about problems in your relationship because a lot of times there are too many things at stake. Probably you're living together, you have shared property, you have shared like social network. Or、uh, you have children together, and it just make it all the more difficult for you to bring up like things to talk about. Like when you were, it was unlike when you were together for three months or,、yeah. or a year, right? And and so there are like we are not in、um, a social like we are not in a culture where we can very frankly talk about relationship problem with our、uh, with our intimate partner. And a lot of times, <laughs> like sadly. The way people handle relationship problem in our city is by escaping,、um, a lot of times、um, by the means of work, and so, of course, like on one hand, is because people have been hiding from talking about their problem、um, through work, and so now that your work is moved. From the office to home, it just make it all the more obvious、mm-hmm. that those problem exist, and so you can no longer hide away from those、mm-hmm. problem. And the other thing is about、um, because you two are just really not used to spend 
uh, time together in this particular <coughs> mode, and that probably you have like other lives. You have like a life with colleagues. You have uh, a very big part of your life might be spent with friends, and so you are really just not used to spending time together in such a way, and that it. It needs getting used to. I mean, the last time you spend so much time with your partner might be when you were in college or yeah. never, and so it it takes a lot of getting used to. And and so it's really important for you to get to the bottom of, mm-hmm. or or if you are just arguing like who should do the dishes or who should be mopping the floor, it's really important for you to get to the bottom of like what exactly. Are you arguing? Is it because that you two probably? I mean, not not specific to your case, but it's just is it because that you two are no longer in the kind of relationship that you thought you are in? Probably you two move forward. Mm. Probably you two morphed into I don't know family member or some two people with like a common goal to make this family work. Um, and probably this kind of relationship might not necessarily um, work. Uh, worth like spending twenty four like seven together. I mean, like if you are like a collaborator in making your family work, probably the best way of uh, it functioning of this kind of relationship functioning is not spending time together twenty four seven. And the other thing is to really get to the bottom of knowing what you are really arguing. It just might be. I mean, of course, I do not wish it to be true. Mm-hmm. It just might be a sign that your relationship is no longer working. Are you really arguing? For um, mm-hmm. those like minor problem, or is it because the way that you have been communicating with other with each other kind of just failed, mm-hmm. um, or is it because you really, or both of you have been escaping from relationship problem like by using work? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just really I think a good time um, that you two kind of like just work mm-hmm. it out and yeah. to or or for you to really think about like what is the real reason for those like argument that happened yeah. because if it. Occurs like re recurs like very frequently, or if those like argument like persists, it's just really a sign that something is not working either for you, for your partner, or the two of you. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't have much to say, but um, I one thing that I can su- I suggest is, um, be more mindful of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you. If you're still in love, if you still love him, if you still want to be together, and you don't want the little arguments that you have every day to ruin the relationship, I would say um, be more observant to your um, to your how your emo- what kind of s- how your body feels before you get angry. Mm-hmm. So when for me, example, for example, when I. I'm frustrated, or when I'm angry, before that I actually feel a little tightness on my chest. I can feel a little tightness on my jaw, and that is something that I didn't know before. So now, whenever I feel that in my body, I know that anger is coming. Mm. <laughs> so I can. So what I would do is I calm myself, not calm myself down, but I would focus on my breathing, mm. so that I can. Re- response to whatever that is going on instead of just reacting, like mm. put, put uh, just be angry and yell at him and and blah 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 blah. I would just cool down at first. If you need to ch- walk out, yeah, go for go, a walk, go for a walk or like mm. get yourself back into the room, calm down, think about it. Then you talk to him on whatever you want to talk about, right? So I guess no- noticing all the little bodily sensation that occurs before certain emotions arise, it will help you 
not explode. <laughs> I, I, um, I think we're really lucky in a way. Yeah. I think we are in a time where we have more tools than before to understand what's happening between people. Mm. Um, if I may speak for Vera, I know that you are taking courses, yeah. for instance, um, with like uh, about mindfulness yeah. and Buddhism. But you also are seeing a counselor? Can yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she also sees a counselor. I'm also seeing a therapist. And I'm not saying that everybody has to do this, but if it's. I'm talking, to, I'm talking to the both of them and I feel like <laughs> better already. Yeah, I think we're in a time. If it's something that really concerns you, A, it's. Of course, you can uh, look at your, your partner's, um, the way he reacts, but we are also all reacting. And I think yeah. that this is really piggybacking off what Vera is saying. It's like you that when we are when we get aggravated there are physical sensations mm. you know emotions are tied with physicality mm. um and that's one way to deal with it so you could start meditating and i know that this is about like it takes dedicated amount of time you know um but i do th i mean there's science that proves it i you know promise that after doing mindfulness and doing meditation for a number of months it definitely helps to calm me down in the face of what's happening around me and your husband's reactions and it will open up a space for you to be able to distance yourselves from mm. that immediate reaction but i do think if it's really something that you're concerned about and you want to work on this relationship mm. whether or not you want to work on this relationship there are so many people you could talk to nowadays yeah. tons of counselors tons of you know therapists there's tons of books there's you know mindfulness um so getting getting becoming aware of what you need mm. is probably the first thing and it could be as important as doing exercise every day for your own self-benefit and your mindfulness to finding help and finding somebody who could work with the both of you mm. yeah i agree yeah <laughs> and also the other thing about like Vera was talking about i i do understand that spending time 24 7 with a person means that you have very little private space for you to think about how you too. react um but also it, it's like because before probably if you have argument you like do it through text and you don't have to see the immediate reaction of the person and if you are angry you could like for example if you have an argument in the middle of the day you could go home 30 minutes later like after mm -hmm. having a drink you feel more relaxed you feel more calm down and this kind of space um, and distance is simply not possible given that we're all locked down like a lot of people are just staying at home like for a ex very extended period of time and it's just really, it really helps like for me uh, when we deal with argument, it's just really not being rushed to react. I mean, yeah. give yourself some time, tell your partner that you need like time to digest what is happening. Um, and I don't make a, make a make space for your own. I know it's very difficult in Hong Kong, but yeah, yeah try. <laughs> try. Well, I guess we have to go Thank now. Thank you so much for your <laughs> question, Catherine. Thank you so Do, much. You can keep us posted as to how it yeah, goes. Yeah, all the best to... And, like, and really, we will have therapists in all types at the Women's Festival. Yeah. Um, if you want to start thinking about it, it really is about healing and different forms of healing. Um, so you can stay tuned to that. Thank you so much for watching and we will be back soon. If you want to follow us, go to, go to Women's Fest. HK on Instagram and Facebook. Bye. Bye. Stay safe and healthy. Ha. Huh.